Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Ram Shooter, and it is Monday. We have a ton of gossip to get to. But first of all, our friend Garrett is off on vacation for the next two weeks. Garrett, I know you're listening. Hello, hello, hello. Have a wonderful vacation. We can't wait for you to return. In the meantime, let's jump into the show, Naughties. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Lots and lots of gossip. A big story at the top of the show. So Taylor Swift, arguably the biggest star in the world at the moment, turned down Meghan Markle's personal invite to appear on her podcast. So Taylor turned down the chance to appear on Meghan Markle's Spotify podcast, despite the fact that the Duchess of Sussex personally, personally invited her, reports the Wall Street Journal. So the claim came as part of a widely reported feature about her and Prince Harry's attempt to break into Hollywood after stepping back from royal life. The Wall Street Journal interviewed lots and lots of people about Harry and Meghan and really did did this deep dive, a real, really deep feature into the couple and asked what will happen next. Now, the podcast has been cancelled after they reportedly signed a deal worth $20 million. The Wall Street Journal are saying that they just didn't deliver enough content 
they didn't get enough listeners. I know I do a daily podcast. I didn't get $20 million, but I do okay. I love doing it. But some days, some days, it's a lot of work to do this every single day and to do a quality show, which we do, thank you, Naughty, is full of the latest dish. It takes a lot of preparation. I've done radio shows, lots of them, where I'm shocked at how the host just turns up and wings it. I can't do that. I'm just not talented enough to do that. I have to really prepare. I find that true in everything I do in life. I really do prepare. My husband, Bruce, is auditioning at the moment for his new musical, Harmony. And Bruce knows the people that prepare for the auditions and those that don't. Very few people can just wing it. Now, Megan also did not turn out enough content for $20 million. They want hours and hours and hours and hours of programming, and she just didn't do this. However, when she started the podcast, and this is always the case, when you start something, when you're brand new at it, that's when you typically put in the most effort. So when she started it, she sat down with all the big wigs at Spotify and came up with a list, a list of all the people she wanted to interview. And most of the people on the list were superstars. She's Meghan Markle. She thought she could get the biggest stars in the world. So Meghan decided she was going to write everybody a personal letter including Taylor Swift, to come on her podcast. However, Swift declined through her PR rep. In the end, she did get some high-profile names. She got Mariah Carey, she got Paris Hilton, she got Serena Williams. She's friends with Serena. Paris is an easy get to get. That isn't so hard. Mariah Carey is a big star. She also got Andy Cohen from Bravo. Once again, great people, but certainly not Taylor Swift. And where was her best friend's Oprah? And where were her friends George and Amal Clooney? These were people that she invited to her wedding. Do you think she sent them notes to personal requests and got rejected? So Spotify has put out a statement saying that they have announced and mutually agreed to part ways on the podcast. It's not coming back. Since then, too, there have been big layoffs at Spotify. I think 200 people lost their jobs. People are very angry with all the money they gave to the Sussexes, and now they're firing people who earn much less a year. What do you think about all this? Let me just add to that this news about Taylor Swift comes only a few days after the company's head of podcast innovation, he called the couple, quote, grifters. Grifters. <gasps> oh, they want the money, but they don't want to do the work. Now, Harry's had a difficult, unusual life where he has lived in the lap of luxury without really having to do any work. The work that he's done, and he has, he's worked in the military, he certainly has a a best-selling book out there. That work would give him a nice income, a nice lifestyle, but certainly not the lifestyle of a prince in a palace. So Harry's life has always been bigger than the job he has had. Meghan's worked hard. Meghan worked hard as an actress. She was on Deal or No Deal. She really hustled to pay her bills. She didn't inherit any money. She was worth a couple of million when she met Harry. So at a young age, to be worth so much and working so hard, she has a really good work ethic, which is why I'm surprised that it didn't show in the podcast. 
It's a big commitment. When somebody pays you a lot of money, they want a lot of work. They do. I think about this sometimes. When I'm offered a raise or a new job, I always think, oh, it sounds lovely to have all this extra money, but what do you want in return? And they often want me to work longer hours, work my weekends, and now I'm at a place in my life where I'm not sure I want to do it. I earn enough money to have a lovely life, but I don't need any more. Do I need a new pair of shoes? Do I need to to give up my weekends and work like a like a man? I mean, no, I don't do it. So, Megan, be careful here. You're going to get a lot of offers because of who you're married. You are now one of the most famous people in the world. But for all that money, they want something in return. It's never a free Right, which brings us to our poll question of the day. I want to know what you think, Naughties. Taylor Swift turned down Meghan Markle's personal invite to appear on her podcast. Oof, are you team Taylor or are you team Meghan? It was a personal invite. I try to respond to every email. I do. I try to respond to every text. I do get a lot of DMs. I, I'm not so good at responding to them. Forgive me. But if somebody sent me a personal note, a personal note, I definitely would respond. Now, let's be clear here. Taylor did respond. She just didn't give Megan the response that she wanted. Ooh, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Moving along, this divorce between Kevin Costner, it's getting really, really ugly. And now his wife is claiming that Kevin told the children about the divorce on a Zoom call. Ouch! Kevin Costner's divorce from his second wife, Christine, is getting messier by the minute. According to new court documents... Kevin's estranged wife says he's worth about $400 million. You've got that right. $400 million. So she is fighting the terms of her 2004 prenup agreement, which has already given her $1 million payout since the split. So since the split, she's already got $1 million. She's seeking over 248000 a month in child support from Kevin, just to start with. Lots of other stuff there. But the most shocking thing in the new court documents to me is that she claims that Kevin disregarded her input by breaking the news of the divorce to their three children without her. She wasn't there. Without her during a 10-minute Zoom call. Christine, who filed for divorce on May 1st after 18 years of marriage, 18 years, listed the separation date as April 11th. And she said in a declaration filed on June 16th, that she was concerned that her children would find out about the divorce before they could actually tell them. It was very important to to Christine to tell the children in person. And she claims that she told Kevin this and shared articles with him about the importance to talking to children as a united front. Both parents together should sit down, talk to the kids. This is the best thing to do when you want to explain what's going on. However, she claims that Kevin disregarded her proposal to do what she felt was right based on research and instead 
told the children privately without her present. She adds that he was in a hotel room in Vegas and he just blurted out to the three kids. They are 16, 14 and little Grace is just 13. He said they were getting divorced during a 10-minute Zoom call without her presence. She still said that she's confused about his motivation for doing this, especially as he planned to be home five days later. He couldn't have waited five days and if he really is worth $400 million, as she claims, he could have easily got a plane from Vegas home. He was only in Vegas. What do you think about this? This is going to get really, really ugly. We're going to get all the details. But I'm with Christine here. They should have told them together, or at least done it in person. Now, if the news was going to break, they're big stars, or Kevin's a big star. If the news was going to break, I get it. You want to get to the kids before the media does. But I don't think that was the case here. They kept this under wraps for actually quite a while. It took a while for reporters like me and everybody else to break this story. And so I think he did have time. I know he had time. He had five days. And then he was coming home from Vegas. It could have waited. Sometimes when you get divorced, you get a bit spiteful, don't you? You want to lash out. But in lashing out at the children, you don't hurt Christine. The only people you hurt are the kids. Okay, moving along, talking about kids. Jennifer Lopez is revealing that her twins, Max and Emmy, have started challenging her choices. Jennifer's used to get in her own way, except at home. So she recently shed light on what it's like raising her 15-year-old twins especially. Now, they have curious minds of their own. J-Lo told Vogue Mexico, quote, You always adore your children. There is an acceptance they have of you. And then as they get older, they start to wonder, why are we doing this? (laughs) Why is mom doing this? Do I have to do it at all? As she puts it, they start to challenge you. Oh, I don't have children. My sister does. And they're about that age, 15, 16, and they do challenge Christine, my sister, and it drives her nuts. However, Jennifer does share that she does understand this. She understands they're going through a phase. She said, you probably remember when you were a teenager and you gave your mom a hard time. I did. Oh, mom, dad, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. I was a pain in the bottom. And she said, but they really are good kids. And she really wants them to know the answers to questions. So she's actually quite happy that they are asking all this stuff. She adds that growing up in the public eye has not been easy for her twins. And it's something that she really, really regrets. It pains her. And she said, quote, I think being the child of a famous parent is something many people just can't understand. And I feel for my kids because they did not choose this. She continued that they have just started letting her know how people treat them and when they walk in a room, what people say or think about them and they don't ever see them for who they are but for rather who their parents are and being judged by people all the time. It's just heartbreaking, says J-Lo. She said that this is the lens, though, through which they live and it's hard but she tries really, really deeply to understand it. She's a great mom. Whatever you say of Jennifer Lopez, I love her. I used to work for her. I love her. She is a great mom. Okay, talking about moms, Ava Singer, Ramona Singer from The Real Housewives, 
She is trashing the other kids on Bravo, calling them names about the way they look, and also claiming that the kids ride their parents' coattails. So Ramona's daughter, Avery Singer, is starting to come across just about as tone-deaf as her mother after labelling the kids of other Real Housewives as not really pulling their fair weight. So on a new podcast, the 28-year-old said that she is paving her own path in the world, but other people are not. Quote, There are many Bravo kids that ride their mum's coattails, and they are like wannabe Kylie Jenner, all duck-faceds. Ooh, I hate it when people talk about the way other people look. And she added that she has total disdain for the show and the entire franchise, and she's never, ever watched it. She said, quote, I don't watch Bravo, period. I've never seen a lot of the shows. I'm now starting a company and did most of that myself. She added that she lost a job in finance and she hasn't been able to get another one. She blames that on the reality show. And so she seems like a really angry, angry young person here. Really, really angry about her mom's success, her mom's fame. I get it. Ramona Singer cannot be easy as a mommy. You know I've met most of the housewives. People think Bethany Frankel is my least favourite housewife because we just don't get along personally. There's been a lot of beef between Bethany and my good self over the years, but that's not true. Ramona Singer is my least favourite housewife. She really is the rudest housewife I've ever, ever met. So being her daughter cannot be easy. However, lashing out at other people, ooh, it's never a good look, is it? Calling other people fat doesn't make you thin. Calling other people duck faces doesn't make you an, a raving beauty. Don't do it. Don't lash out at other people. The only person that looks like a fool is you. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Romp Shooter. Hey, naughties, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Thank you. I love it when you sing along. So on our last show, we talked about Harry and Meghan are planning to give up their titles, their Sussex titles, and instead use Princess Diana's maiden name, Spencer, as their surname. Do you like the sound of Harry and Meghan Spencer? Ooh, let's have a look. 75% said, yes, you like it. I do too. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Taylor Swift, Meghan Markle. Hey, go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gonzim. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. Oh, uh, Taylor Swift is asking her fans to not cyber-bully her ex, John Mayer. So during a performance, during a performance, Taylor said that she didn't want her fans, that she didn't want her fans to go after John. So she sang Dear John, a song she's not performed in a really, really long time, 11 years, and she put it as her a surprise song during her, her show she has a couple of songs that are surprises they change every single night the fans love it when I saw her it was really exciting to see what she was going to sing she reached back into the archives and pulled out Dear John it's a nearly seven minute ballad and it is believed to be about John Mayer and it tells the story about a teenager's girl's relationship with an older older man their age difference was 12 years so she said I'm now 33 years old and I don't care about what happened to me when I was 19 I'm not putting out an album so that you guys need to defend me on the internet against somebody who might think that I have written a song 
about them 14 billion years ago. So she's telling her fans she's just fine. She doesn't care about things that happened when she was 19. She's 33 years old. She's on the top of the world. So she does not want any cyber bullying here. Taylor, you're our nicest of the day and naughtiest of the day. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Really sad news out of London. The Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson, has been diagnosed with breast cancer. Cancer is our naughtiest again of the day. The Duchess of York has been diagnosed with breast cancer, her spokesperson has confirmed. The Duchess, who is 63, was given the news at a recent routine manor grand screening and has undergone successful surgery. So after spending several days in hospital, the Duchess has been discharged and is recovering at the Royal Lodge in Windsor, the home that she shares with the controversial Duke of York. The Duchess was treated at the private King Edward Hospital in central London. This is where the Queen has been. Lots of royals have been to this hospital for decades. It really really is the Royal Hospital, one of the great hospitals in London. A spokesperson added that the Duchess wanted to express her immense gratitude to all the medical staff who have supported her in recent days. The day before she was admitted to hospital, Sarah Ferguson did talk about her diagnosis on her new podcast. It's out today. I listened to it this morning. Really beautiful comments. And the the takeaway is please get tested. Please get screened. Even if you don't think there's a problem. Sarah did not think there was a problem at all. But she did go and get screened because her sister was bugging her to do it. And that's why she did it. And this now has detected something that she could deal with immediately. We should point out to her that Sarah has worked with Teenage Cancer Trust for more than three decades. In fact, when her daughters turned 18, she took them to the Teenage Cancer Trust units to teach them how to give back. Now, Sarah said, this is a moment for her to give back to herself. And she's actually calling it a gift a gift so so that she can focus on herself and her health. Oh, Sarah, we are sending you our best. Let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. Never let the fear of striking out, of failing, keep you from playing the game. Jump in and play, my friends. It doesn't matter if you don't win today. You've got tomorrow. Keep trying. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Naughty Shows. I love it when you're the co-host to production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen, and leave us a review if you can. And thank you so much for listening. Last week, it was a rough week. I was in London with my mum and dad, and so I missed a couple of shows. I hate missing shows, and it really puts us behind on the numbers. And it is important. iHeart check the numbers. I check the numbers. We actually had a phenomenal week. We were back in the top 20 of all the podcasts, so thank you Thank you, Naughties. I want you to know I never, ever take that or you for granted. All together now, remember, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. Good care. It's naughty but nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
they connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.